0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Isaiah chapter 9 contains some of the most important messianic prophecy that is repeated and explained in depth in the New Testament. Listen carefully as I read the chapter and see if you can pick out the messianic prophecy. Isaiah chapter 9. establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, who say with pride and arrogance of heart, The bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with dressed stone. The fig trees have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord has strengthened resins foes against them, and has spurred their enemies on. Arameans from the east, and Philistines from the west, have devoured Israel with open mouth. Yet for all of this his anger is not turned away, his hand is still upraised. But the people have not returned to him who struck them, nor— have they sought the Lord Almighty. So the Lord will cut off from Israel both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The elders and the dignitaries are the head. The prophets who teach lies are the tail. Those who guide this people mislead them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore, the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men Nor will he pity the fatherless and widows, for everyone is ungodly and wicked. Every mouth speaks folly. Yet for all of this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Surely wickedness burns like a fire. It consumes briars and thorns. It sets the forest thickets ablaze so that it rolls upward in a column of smoke. By the wrath of the Lord Almighty, the land will be scorched, and the people will be fuel for the fire. They will not spare one another. On the right, they will devour, but still be hungry. On the left, they will eat, but not be satisfied. Each will feed on the flesh of their own offspring. Manasseh will feed on Ephraim, Ephraim on Manasseh. Together they will turn against Judah. Yet for all of this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. So once again, we have a a very interesting chapter prophesying uh, that judgment is coming on the northern kingdom, largely due to the people's unwillingness to return to the Lord and their um, idolatry. It's implied, although not contained explicitly within the text. And so the people are about to come under judgment. But in the midst of this chapter of prophesying future judgment, the Lord gives some amazing messianic prophecy. Uh, The first note that we see that is significant in terms of what it has to say about the Messiah is that the Lord will honor Galilee of the nations. This is in um, uh, the first verse. The Lord will honor Galilee of the nations. And of course, Galilee was where Jesus um, headquartered his ministry. And so Galilee was not um, significant in Israel's history, except that it was kind of an out-of-the-way place. It was um, kind of a quasi-Gentile area. It was on the border between the Jews and the Gentiles. And so here, Isaiah prophesies that the Lord is going to honor Galilee. And then he goes on to speak of the Galilee area. He says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light is dawned. Now, this light that was seen is referring to Jesus. In Matthew chapter 4, this is explained. In Matthew 4.12, we read, Jesus heard that John had been put in prison. He withdrew to Galilee. Remember, this is a prophecy about Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, and he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, way of the sea beyond the Jordan. Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And so Jesus fulfilled this prophecy of Isaiah from Isaiah chapter 9. And uh, the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 4 records the fulfillment. But there's even more Messianic prophecy contained within this this lavish chapter. Verse 6, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. Now, once again, this is prophesied in the New Testament or revealed in the New Testament have been speaking about Jesus. He is the child that was to be born. He's the son of God that was to be given. And the government of the kingdom is to be on his shoulders. And this uh, this verse in Isaiah continues, verse 6, part B, he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And so no, uh, no other personage than the Messiah, the son of the living God, could be called the Wonderful Counselor the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of course, Jesus was known uh, by all of these, and the New Testament reveals in full that he is the prophetic fulfillment of this. But it continues yet further. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there'll be no end. So this child who would come uh, to the Galilee, to the people that were walking in darkness, this great light of the world, as John prophesied, would come. And of his greatness And his government and his peace, there would be no end. He's the prince of peace. Further, he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, verse 7 says, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on forevermore. So the descendant of David will reign on David's throne in the natural. Jesus, of course, was descended from the lineage of King David. He was um, of Davidic ancestry on his human side. So lots of Messianic prophecy contained in this very critical chapter 9. But overall, the chapter is a warning the Lord is giving to His people, saying that His prior warnings have not been heeded, that He sent messages um, to Jacob, to Israel, and uh, the people know that He sent messages, but the people haven't returned to Him. So therefore, the Lord is going to cut off Israel, and um, judgment has been decreed, and it's soon coming. The wrath of the Lord Almighty will be scorched, and the wrath of the Lord um, will fall on the land that will be scorched, and the people will be fueled for the fire, and they will not spare one another. So let's just step aside for a second. What an interesting place to put a prophecy about the future hope of the Jewish people, the Messiah, the light of the Messiah that would come, the fact that he would come to the Galilee, the fact that... He would be a child given to us. The government would be on his shoulders and that he would be divine. He would be mighty God, everlasting father. These are divine um, titles and hallmarks. It's fascinating that in the midst of correction, in the midst of prophesied judgment, the Lord is giving um, a future redemptive hope and a future um, promise of the Messiah that would come, that would redeem mankind. And so... We need to be like the Lord. The Lord is always looking toward a reconciliation for mankind. He knew that in the day that Isaiah prophesied, that judgment had been decreed for those living uh, that were in rebellion to the Lord at that time. And yet the Lord had a redemptive plan for the Jews and for mankind in general. And that redemptive plan, friends involved the Messiah, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the Prince of peace who would come. So Lord, we honor you for your redemptive plans and purposes. You're not a God who just cuts us off, Lord. There does come a day when you must judge the behavior and the sins of mankind, and yet you're always looking to bring forward the Prince of peace, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, Jesus, our wonderful counselor, in redemption. Lord, He is the great light that has been given to the world. Thank you, Lord, for the Son of of yours that was given to mankind. May the government be on his shoulders in our lifetime. Lord, we surrender to the government of the kingdom of God. Help us surrender to Israel's king who sits on David's throne now and forever, Jesus the Messiah. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. And always...